It's time for another edition of the Sports Chumps on 88.1 FM, W-E-L-H. Ortiz fights it off center field. Damon running to the plate, and he can keep on running to New York. Look, if you had one shot, one opportunity... Seize everything you ever wanted One moment Did you capture it? Just let it slip Yo, yo Now there's a steal by Bird Underneath the DJ Right there Right up one second left What a play by Bird You're listening to the Sports Chumps, episode 19 on 88.1 FM, WELH, Providence. My name is Mikey Nails. My broadcast partner is Dean the Dream. Dean the Dream, how's the week going, buddy? It was going well until about 24 hours ago yes. till now. Yeah. But um, we, Socks we, just... we, we, have a, we have a mission here to put a good podcast together and be dialed in and solid, and we will do that despite back-to-back, well, not official yet, but back-to-back losses for the Sox, and it looks like they're heading down 3-2 back to Houston. Mm. But um, other than that, I'm, I'm well. I was, am- I was amped when the Sox uh, were putting a beating on the uh, Strohs. Uh, yeah. Past couple of nights, and then everything went, uh, everything went in a circular file last night. I, but you know what? My heart's beating, your heart's beating. We're alive, we're breathing. Life's good. Yeah, and I mean, let's face it. If you're a sports fan, if you know anything about any sport, you know there's peaks and valleys, and there's streaks and all that. If you really thought that after the last couple of games, two, three nights ago, where the Sox laid the wood and it's nine nothing in the second inning in both games, you have to be saying to yourself, this is great, but you know that it's only going to last so long. And obviously the bats have been silenced the last two games. They got three hits last night and they've got, you know, three or four hits tonight in one run. So it's it's definitely a, a, a fascinating turn of events, but that's what happens in baseball. Weather's been good. Life's been good. The decor's going well. We've got some Halloween stuff going on. The bobbleheads are live. The candle is going the lights are perfect. Do you notice when you pulled in tonight, the uh, Lala changed the 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 sensor on the lighting outside. Oh, I noticed it because it gets dark earlier now. So he changed it to earlier, so it's five to. It, usually it would start at like eight twenty or eight thirty, but now it's he puts the lights on around five. It or seems six to o'clock. me that you moved maybe some of the lights to shine a little more on the skull heads. Yeah, he did a little tweakage. Yeah. You noticed that, huh? Yeah, that was on the that was on the actual. Was it on the agenda for today for Lala? Because I noticed that the seat was fixed. Yeah. I won't say what seat, but the seat was fixed. You know, he came by yesterday unannounced with my mother, which I was happy to have them make a visit. But while he's here, um, there's there's a to-do list, and if you want to make un, un is he un, on the payroll, if you want to make un, well, if you want to make unannounced visits, then then there's things that have to be done, wow. and, and he got it done. Wow. So what a guy, Lala, helping with the seat Solid. as you mentioned, and um, of course the the lighting outside. He's he, he's very productive. Nails solid. Absolutely. All right, let's get the show on the road. We're going to start with the NFL. We're going to start with the Patriots, Cowboys. Cowboys 35, Patriots 29. Pats go 2 and 4, Patriots, I mean uh the Cowboys, I believe uh 5, five and, one. and 1. Yeah. 
bad coaching decisions. A lot of bad coaching decisions. Lots of conservative play calling, decision making coming from the New England coaching staff. I believe that's the reason why the Patriots are doing what they're doing. I mean, they don't have the talent to back Dak uh, to back Mac Jones up. So you had Mac and Dak, and Dak proved that he was the better quarterback. Well, obviously, you know, and you and I discussed this earlier, but you know we don't agree on this topic here because you're talking, you just basically said two different things because you're saying on one end that the coaching's poor, but then on the flip side, you're saying they just don't have the talent, which I agree with you definitely on the second part. The first part, you may be right, but I'm still not going to crush them on the coaching end of it. I just think that their personnel just flat out isn't good enough right now. And the Patriots gave up almost 600 yards. I believe it was about 579 to the Dallas Cowboy offense. And if it wasn't for a couple of Dak Prescott turnovers in the first half, they could have dropped 40 or 50 on the Patriots. Well, what was holding them back from the momentum was either the bad play calling or it was that they have no talent. Maybe it's a combination of both. It could be, but I'm seeing a team right now that just can't get off the field on defense. I like the the stands that they made, the stances that they made in the first half when Dak Prescott threw a, t- uh, a pick to the end zone. Uh, nice play by the Patriot defense. That was a good good sign. And then of course when they were when they were first in goal on the one yard line, and I thought Dak actually ran it in on third down. They didn't get the call on that. He decides to go for it on fourth down, and an absolutely brilliant play on Jawan Bentley's part by swiping the ball out of Prescott's hand and stopping the the Cowboys at the end of the first half from going in for a go-ahead touchdown. So you take a couple of good plays on the defense away. Other than that, they couldn't stay off the field. And, of course, we saw it late in the game on a third and 25 where they get 24 yards from Dak Prescott across the middle of the field setting up um, Greg Zerline field goal, which was should have been a long field goal, made it a lot more manageable. And, of course, in overtime, you just knew – you pretty much knew it was going to happen. Well, I, I, I was just going to say uh... – you know, my opinion, despite all the bad play calling and the very conservative coaching, the Patriots pushed the Dallas Cowboys into overtime. I mean, they just couldn't come up with any trick plays to move the ball in overtime. Basically, that's my opinion. Now, I'm going to just... Yeah. Okay, that's my opinion. I know yeah. you're going to disagree with that. That's fine. You have your opinion. Mm-hmm. I have mine. That's what makes me nails and you dream. Yeah. Thank God. Absolutely. All right. Patriots fall 2-4. and 0-4 oh at home. It's devastating. Don't right now. It fall yeah, at there, home. There's no more. I don't know how much longer we can do this. You know, we're going to do this seven, eight weeks from now where you start looking back and saying, all right, in week one, if Harris doesn't fumble, they beat Miami. All right, if they make one more play and, and, and Dak doesn't complete a third and 24, all right, they beat Dallas. We can't do this all year. At some point, you are, the, as Parcells used to say, you are what you are. You are what your record says you are. And right now, they're two and four, and they've only got wins against the Texans and the Jets. They got the Jets coming up again on Sunday, a winnable game game but it's not a chalk and and obviously they're playing a lot of home games early in the year so what's going to happen when they have to go on the road for a stretch where they played three out of four on the road and they got to go to the to play the charges next week and then they got to go to carolina after that even though they've kind of come back to earth it's going to get more it's going to get more difficult for the patriots and when you're giving up almost 600 yards of off of, of offense to, to a team like dallas and i know they've got a great offense don't get me wrong C.D. Lamb's the real deal. The kid Wilson, nice job. Um, they, you know, so it wasn't like you played an also ran, but 
Mike McCarthy, you talked about coaching earlier in the game, early in the se- here in this segment, and it's like I'm looking at I'm looking at Dallas's coaching. They gave us every chance to win that game. McCarthy's a marginal coach on his best day. Between the penalties, the kid Williams on the offensive line, Dallas did everything they could to say, you know what, New England, we're still the Cowboys. We may have more talent than you, but we're going to try to give you this game. And they still couldn't do it because the Patriots just don't do enough to win football to win football games right now. Last week I said that it was a moral victory. Uh, the talking's over. Moral victories are over. Put up over. or shut up. It's done. Put up it's or done. shut up. Uh, it's time. That's it. Put the ball in Mac Jones's hand. Let him make the decisions now. Let's see what he can really do. He's been great. He's been solid. He th- some interceptions. I mean, he's, he's he's still a rookie. We're we're only what six games in. He's still a rookie. Let's see what he could do. You have nothing to lose at this point. You're going to lose another game, okay? And you saw late in the game when he threw the pick six, which I know I told you early. I told you last week in the podcast with Trayvon Diggs. Watch out for him. He's a pick machine. He picked Mac Jones for a pick six, and Jones came right back and threw the 75 yard touchdown pass to Kendrick Bourne. And as exciting as Foxborough was, and the the atmosphere there, people were going crazy. I don't think anybody thought for a minute that that was going to win the game for the Patriots because nobody had faith in the Patriot defense. Defense. They just can't get off the field and make enough plays. I don't think anybody has faith in the Patriots at this point. We're just going to the games to have a good time, have a couple of cocktail beverages, and have some fun with your friends. That's where we're at right now. So that's the what moral I'm, victories are over. That's what I'm doing Sunday. That's what you're doing Sunday. You're going to have a good time. You're going to eat, get fat, drink, come home, and you're going to tell me they suck. <laughs> That's what's going to happen. It's, I, I'm trying to hold my hand on something to give myself something else to look forward to. What what other like little storylines can I get out of this? You're still talking about, wait, you're still talking about Zach Wilson. I got the name right this time. Zach Wilson going against Mac Jones, the two rookie quarterbacks. One was the number two pick in the draft uh, out of BYU. And, of course, Mac Jones went 15th out of Alabama. So you still got that little storyline there. And, of course, we know what happened in the first meeting when Wilson threw four picks. So let's just hope that, obviously, a home game, the Patriots are top-heavy here early in the season with home games, not doing a great job. At some point, they need to get that first home win. Mac Jones stats, 229 yards, two TDs, one interception. C.D. Lamb catches the winning TD from Dak Prescott. Dak's stats, 445 yards, three TDs, one interception. Dak had a solid game. He did. And I got to ask you a question. Dak and Max. I, I got to ask you a question. Here. Sure. We do the injury report later, but somehow we didn't hear about it during the game because Dak played every snap, but they're saying he's got a calf injury. Some report had him being out multiple weeks, but that was false. He's on, got on a calf injury? He's got something going on with his calf, and he is going to play this week, but I don't know where he heard it. He didn't run all game, and then he had, I think, a big 12-yard run at one point. He didn't run much, but when he had to get it done, the same thing as we've seen Brady a couple of times this year. I know, I'm not going to stab you with the pen. Facebook Live, if you can see us, I got the green pen, almost stabbed nails. I almost just lost but, my retina. But <laughs> I'd have to go through the glasses around. But no, so ELH, ELH. But no, I'm just, you, you look at the situation, you've seen Brady do it too. These these non-running quarterbacks, but it seems like when they have to get yards and they have to move the change for their team, they seem to be able to do it, even when they look like they're not the most mobile guy. And Prescott definitely looks like, since his injury last year, he's looking to stay in the pocket and throw the ball a lot more. Now, I have a question, and this might be a very foolish question. How did uh, jo- Ezekiel, how did he do? Ezekiel, um, uh... yeah, Ezekiel Elliott. I, yeah, Ezekiel I, I, I don't Elliott. think he, he lit do? it up statistically. It seemed like he's. It seemed like right now, well, the Patriots can't stop anybody with uh, on the run anyways, but it seems like he's better catching the ball now in space. It seems like he's been more of, of an integral part of their offense out of the backfield catching balls, and I think they're starting to use the kid Pollard a little bit more as a running back. So that little two-headed monster, and, and, and I, listen, 
Dallas has plenty of weapons offensively. When you've got Amari Cooper, you've got you've got C.D. Lamb, who I think is the number one. They're gonna let Cooper go in a couple of years. They're not gonna pay that contract. And they got the kid Cedric Wilson, who made that that phenomenal catch on the fourth fourth down play, where he went outstretched up top near the sideline to keep a drive going. Where if he doesn't catch that ball, the Patriots kneel on it and win that football game. I have a question. At what point are they gonna sit down with Belichick? And say, where are we going with all this? Where are we going this season with all this? And what's going to happen in the future? At what point are we going to... I'm going to aggravate a lot of fans. At what point are we going to get rid of Belichick? When, how many losses does it take? So I guess what you're saying is... When, I, you're, when you're asking who's... You're asking me a question. So I think what you're trying to say is... When is Kraft and his trust going to say like... We it's, don't, it's we, time we, for we, a change. We don't trust anymore. No it's pun intended. It's not so much trust, okay? Because the guy showed that he can win Super Bowls with Tom Brady. Yeah. We don't know if he can win without Tom Brady. They definitely do not have the team to do it this year. They might have the team in the future to do it. But how long can Belichick hang in there? And when is it time to make a change? Okay? Because at the end of the day... You have to put a human being in that 10-inch seat to pay the bills. At what point are they going to stop going to the games? I don't see a scenario anytime soon. And I'm not saying that this you're not on to something here because Belichick, and you've been saying it for about six months now, and I might have to start getting on the, the nails bandwagon, but I, I don't believe it's ever going to get to a point where you're worried about selling enough seats for the week. That People are still going, and they're not, they're not going to not sell out. The, the, listen, Gillette's packed. It's, it's once a week. You play eight home games. I don't think they're ever going to have a hard time selling their season tickets. There's a 20-year waiting list. I know Brady's not there anymore. I get it. But um. But I, I, am I, I mildly concerned? Oh, yeah, am I concerned about where this thing is headed? Um, I'm not liking it too much. I still think we have the quarterback there. I still think he's the guy. So that's important. Uh, absolutely, but the fans are not going to see them win. They're going to have a good time. There's a difference. But you the, have a good time. You have a better time when they win. The problem is, I think what people, the fans, and everybody's disappointed is the fact that you, you know they. A lot of people know that they really don't have a ton of talent on the team. Zero. But, but there's some close games, and now these close games, the last year and a half, two years, are just not going their way. So that's when you stop pointing to Belichick. And I have to say, despite the fact that you don't have the talent, you would think that he'd be able to coach him up, outcoach the other guy, have a, you know, you should be able to beat a McCarthy. McCarthy finds a way to lose games. Belichick always finds a way to win a game. I get it, with Tom Brady. But you'd still think he'd be able to be the, 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 uh, the common denominator that would that would be the difference maker and it's just not happening right now. It's over. Belichick's reign is over. Oh wow. It's over. <laughs> like today? <laughs> do you do you see them winning the Super Bowl in two years? Two years? Um three years? G- give me your time frame before they can even compete for a Super Bowl. Just give me an, an two, give me two, give two me years. a guesstimate. Two years, because because uh, listen, right. if you told me a year ago, even when Brady, you think Belichick's going to last two years, I don't know. But if you even told me two years ago, don't forget, even when Tom Brady was there, I was concerned because even though Brady's great, he's he's the best, but like they weren't putting much around him. I was worried because I'm looking at Mahomes and I'm looking at the the, the conference and I'm saying, how are you going to compete? And now you got Herbert coming in with the Ram with uh with the Chargers. There's other good teams, so I, I'm I'm. You know, I'm just looking at it like that, and I'm saying, how can they get over the hump? But now Mahomes has struggled a little bit, so there's there's, there's a little opening there. But no, it's gonna it's gonna take some time, and I don't know how much time it's gonna take. You are listening to the Sports Chumps, episode 19 on 88.1 FM W.
ELH Providence. Any questions, concerns, or comments, please email Micah Dean at thesportsjumps at gmail.com. You could check out all of our podcasts, all of our shows at thesportsjumps.com. All of our shows are on Spotify. You could just click the link. It takes you right to Spotify. You can listen to any show. We have 19 shows up there. All right. So I'm going to get off the Patriots for a little bit. I'm going to run through the scores. You're going to give me your take if you'd like. Um, I don't know. I mean, it's been it's been a great football season so far with the NFL. Everybody's dialed. Everybody's watching. The readings are up. Everybody's making money. The food's flowing. The cocktails are flowing. Everybody's happy. It's a family atmosphere, and we're doing well right now. I mean, around here, two and four is not going to cut it. Yeah, and like you but said, you still, you, at the end of the day, you're still going to the game and having a good time. They're not going to win. Where so. were we a year ago? You had no fans in the stands. You had you yeah, know the COVID. COVID issues, and we hmm. still do have COVID issues. Let's not get relaxed here, but it is a different. It's things are trending in the right direction, I believe, as far as at least that goes. All right, week six, Thursday night game, Tampa Bay twenty-eight, Eagles twenty-two. Yeah, I mean, this game ended up being a little bit closer than I think Tampa would have liked it to be. Um, Tom Brady, 297 yards, two touchdowns, one interception. Um, this is a game that I don't think they even covered the spread. They think they were six and a half. They win 28-22. So I think that Brady gave the uh, Brady gave the Eagles and Jalen Hurts a little bit of life, but the, be- the better team definitely won out here. And I think there was a stupid play. We talked about this. There was a dumb play at the end of that game. I believe there was a penalty or something that was that, you know, Philadelphia still could have had a shot in that game, and they blew a play there. So when you're playing Tom Brady and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, mistakes, you're not going to get away with it. Jaguars 23, Miami 20. Okay, here we go again. It's London again. It's early in the morning. Here we go. The Dolphins, they're talking about Brian Flores on the chopping blocks. He could look, be looking at a pink slip soon. They're 1-5 after a, an opening week win, week one, at Foxborough against the New England Patriots, which tells you again where the Patriots are headed. But the Dolphins have lost five straight since then. And, of course, the, the big news here is the Jacksonville Jaguars and Trevor Lawrence, the number one pick in the draft. He gets his first win as an NFL quarterback in Urban Meyer. Coming out of college, a lot of scrutiny, a lot of clouds around him right now about the job he's been doing so far. They win their first game after losing 20 straight games dating back to last year. Wow. So they're off the schneid. Both teams are 1-5. and five. Green Bay 24, Chicago Bears 14. Okay, so Aaron Rodgers in this game, he he, he throws, throws two touchdowns, he runs for one, and... Um, you know, we're on WELH, so I can't really tell you what Rogers said, but I guess there was a quote coming out of I Green Bay that he said something to to the uh, Chicago fans, or maybe to Chicago in general, that I... In, uh, I guess you could say what he said. He said, I own you. Yeah, and he, threw, say that. he threw something else in there. With I that, always so, can't say that. Yeah, that's why I didn't say it. <laughs> but um, he's a total tool bag anyways, but they're, they're definitely trending on the, in the right direction. They're 5-1 right now, and uh, he shouldn't have said that, but he said it anyways. Bengals 34, Lions... 1-1-11. Yeah, we talked about Campbell's soup last week. He's 0-6. They're cutting bodies already. Joe Burrow, on the other hand, is 4-2 so far this year. He throws three touchdowns in this game. And I kind of like what the Cincinnati Bengals are doing. You have to have a franchise quarterback, and Burrow is the answer there. Colts, 31. Texans, 3. Yeah, I'm not going to blow much oxygen on this one. Uh, Colts are 2-4. and four. Texans are 1-5. They're brutal. Uh, uh, Carson Wentz looking for any W he can muster up. They're two and four. Uh, both teams you can flip a coin. They're pretty bad teams. Rams thirty-eight, Giants eleven. 
Yeah, and the story here is Matthew Stafford, who I said missed the fantasy quarterback. They moved to 5-1. and one. He throws four touchdowns, but it was their defense forced four turnovers by the New York Giants. Giants are in a lot of trouble here at 1-5. Um, without Saquon Barkley, they're, 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 they're in a lot of trouble. KC, Kansas City, 31. Washington, the Washington football team, 13. Okay, so you and I have talked about the Chiefs and Mahomes, and we've had some discussions oh, yeah. and some disagreements. Patrick Mahomes, Patrick Mahomes, still an elite quarterback, one of the top three wow. or four in the NFL. They're only three and three on the season. Top three and four this week. Nah, no, listen, he's still there. They come no. back to win this game. They end up winning 31-13 going away. He threw an absolutely disgusting pick late in the first half of that game to what many say is probably the worst pick he's thrown since he's been in the NFL. But they got the ship right in the second half, and Mahomes got the job done. Well, so they, they, we'll get to the argument later about Mahomes in the top five. Absolutely, absolutely. Minnesota 34, Panthers 28. Yeah, definitely the Panthers have come back to earth now at 3-3, three and three, and the Vikings are 3-3, three and three, so you're a couple of 500 teams here. And Kirk Cousins throws a big touchdown pass in overtime to win this game. The Panthers are in trouble without Christian McCaffrey, who's now on the IR for the next three weeks. Ravens 34, Chargers 6. All right, so I'm going to call that one the surprise of the week because not so much because the Ravens won, but the way they won. Because the Chargers this year, coming into that game at 4-1 and one with Justin Hurts, who I think is a star on the rise, but Lamar Jackson let him know it uh, with the Ravens at five and one. Who who's who's in charge here? And uh, they just laid the wood on offense and on defense. Sleeper team of the year: Arizona thirty-seven, Browns. 14. Yeah, and of course, you know, we're going to talk about best quarterbacks in the league. We never mentioned Kyler Murray because, well, this team's 6-0, and but he's not top five. But, hey, they're 6-0. and They're winning football games, and they beat the Cleveland Browns, who are now, you know, we're going to get into it a little bit, without um, Baker Mayfield, who's hurt right now. They're going to go with Case Keenum. LV Raiders. 34, Denver Broncos, 24. Gruden's gone, Raiders win. I think it's. I think th- this is a nice opportunity to give a little bit of credit to a team that, you know, with a lot of, lot, lot of controversy around them with the Chucky situation, he gets gassed. They go with, the, they go with someone off their staff to just kind of keep things going. And Derek Carr has the big game with 341 yards passing and two touchdowns. Let's give credit. On the road at Denver, Raiders move to 4-2. and two. Good for them. Steelers, 23, Seattle. 20. Yeah, huge, huge win for Big Ben. Every win's a big big win for Big Ben. Don't forget, Seattle's playing without Russell Wilson, who's hurt. The immortal Geno Smith, who stepped in for Wilson. He's Geno, Geno. He's Geno Smith. And um, Steelers need every little bit to go right for them to win football games right now. And they kind of stole that one at the end with a couple of questionable calls in regulation. Monday night game, Tennessee 34, Buffalo 31. Okay, you've been down on Mike Vrabel this year, and I and I get it. I think it's justified, but there's a back-and-forth game between Josh Allen and Ryan Tannenhill all night. The difference in this game is is the rushing of Derrick Henry with three touchdowns in this one. He is an absolute horse. So, of course, Tennessee moves to 4-2. and two. The Bills drop to 4-2. and two. Solid. Solid. All right. Moving on, you want to do the top five or you want to go to the injury report? I'm going to bang the injury report out really quick because um, I don't mention a lot of teams. I'm basically focusing on one team because they've got some serious issues here. Um, I'm going to talk about uh, the Cleveland Browns. Oof, they got some serious problems. Um, Browns quarterback Baker Mayfield, 
He's uh he's Baker Mayfield, stop making commercials and focus on football. Do what you know. You well, know you're not an actor. Well, stop. Right now the issue is is his torn labrum, but fortunately for them, it's in his left shoulder. So they're trying to decide whether he should have surgery, which would be season ending surgery, or try to play through it because it's not his throwing sur- shoulder. So uh, in the interim, that he's out for Thursday night's game, and they're gonna go with Case Keenum, who's gonna start versus Denver tomorrow night, or as you know, as we go on tomorrow night on ELH would be kind of kind of live almost if you really. Yeah. Look at it that way. And, of course, um, the, the thing with Keenum is Keenum, he played for Kevin Stefanski in the system with Minnesota. So he, he led them to the playoffs a few years, few years ago in Minnesota where Stefanski was the offensive coordinator. So he kind of knows the system, and he believes that he's ready for the moment. And he's saying, don't worry, Baker, I got this. So there's a lot, a lot going on there. It could cause a little bit of a controversy because May, Mayfield's going to want to get back in there because he's going to want to get paid pretty soon. And two other injuries for the uh, for the Browns. They're both in the backfield. They're going to be without both of their running backs. Their two-headed uh, running back situation with Kareem Hunt, calf injury, and Nick Chubb, also a calf injury. So both guys are out. So they hopefully they have Odell Beckham Jr. tomorrow night and Jarvis Landry back. Beckham's been playing. Landry's been out. So a lot of question marks there for the Browns. They look like they're uh, they're in some trouble. That was the injury, report, the injury report brought to you by Dean the Dream. You are listening to the Sports Chumps on 88.1 FM WELH. You could check us out. All of our episodes are on thesportschumps.com. Just go to the Spotify link and all 19 episodes will be up. You can email Mike Dean with any questions, concerns, or comments at thesportschumps at gmail.com. We haven't been having Stump the Dream. We need someone to email us and stump the dream. Ask any question, any sports question, and Dean the Dream will try to answer it. Email Mike with that question at thesportschumps at gmail.com. Com. Hey, I just want to let you know as you as you try to promote some some trivia questions here. I told you before, and I've said it on the podcast that I have this 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 insane Rain Man thing about jersey numbers. Okay, yeah. and I've said it before, and it was funny because I guess um, Christian, one of my coworkers in Antonio's, he was on his phone the other day, and he was doing this little kind of thing where he was on some website where it does trivia. Yeah. And with the trivia, it was jersey numbers. He wasn't just flat out asking me the jersey number of the guy. He would say, okay, these three players um, give the total number of their jersey. I, I know you're going to say it's nuts. I'm crazy. But the jersey number of the three guys combined. Right. So you would take, like, you know, you'd mention three players yeah. out of anywhere, three NFL players. And it was like I had people around me, like that Travis was there and my yeah. boss, and they're like, that's just not normal. It was like one right, of I'll the, do it right now. One question was, okay, go ahead. Brady? 12. Let me, let me, let me. Oh, okay, okay. I'm sorry. My bad. Brady Roethlisberger. Yeah. All right. Lamar Jackson. 27. I don't know the numbers. I'm asking you. Right. It helps if you actually know the answer to yeah. the question. So Brady wears 12. Well, I, I have confidence in ben, you. That- I, I appreciate that. Ben wears 7 and mm-hmm. Lamar wears 8. So okay. 15 and 12. I'm actually good with math. Right. I got a 2-0 at Rick, but I'm good with numbers. I just, it's sick. It's just crazy. Wow. And it's funny because he- You just told 60,000 people that. He asked, he- <laughs> Hey, it doesn't it doesn't hurt the brand here. No. If I know my stuff, nobody cares about what I Solid did. In, numbers, nobody cares nails. about what I did in chemistry in '95 at Rick no. in the Murray Center. What we're are we doing st- over we're here? We're still trying to pitch, though. I'll leave it. At nobody that. cares what I did at Gage Hall. Okay, <laughs> nobody cares. But it's funny. The art center. He asked me. Yeah. He, he asked me one question, and it bothered me all night because I was I it was um he mentioned three NFL players, and one of the guys was Clinton Portis, former Miami standout know, yeah. in college, played for the Redskins and I believe the Broncos in his prime. And when you believe, I was mad because I was too. I was off by two. Clinton Portis wore 26. I said 28. Ooh. And it bothered me. That It bothered you me. You sleep? I should have got it. No, I don't know. I just should have got it. I was I was off. Wow. I, it's sick. I, I, got, I got problems. But anyways, 
call in sportsjumps at gmail.com. No, we can't call in. We're going to well, email in. Email in, in yes. for now. And just a correction. I don't mean to no, correct you. I like, we are going to have this. We are going to have the phone come no, up. No, but at this Go point, ahead. we don't have that. So at, at this point, there's no, you know, no phone issue, no phone situation yet. So We are going to have a phone coming up. We will have a phone number. You can call us in. We'll have a discussion. You can either argue with us or tell us we're great or tell us we're not good at all. But for now, you email us. That's it. Email us. Top five this week. I'm going to give you my top five, and you can tell me you're wrong because you're going to tell me you're wrong. So... And I'm going to go, and then we'll go from there. And you, I know we had this discussion earlier, and I made a mistake last week. I put Russell Wilson on it. I know he's injured. I That was a mistake. I do make mistakes once in a while. I'll speak for myself. I know, you know, you don't make mistakes often with sports, but sometimes you do. But we'll leave it at First that. First of all, if it's, your, if it's what you feel, then I have to right. feel like you're allowed to go say what you want. I'm going to go top five quarterbacks I mean, this week. All right? Okay. All right, what, what, what are you, no, what are you making like, a face for? No, because like, you're saying the guys who had the, the best week? Oh, well, what do you, we like, can't do the top five of all time. Like, I thought of it today after you and I argued a little bit. I'm saying now I got to throw I got to throw Kyler Murray in there because the Cardinals are 6-0. and oh. You're saying, like, you know. I, I didn't even put him in there. Right, but you, you pulled Mahomes out. I'm just saying that in the, no circumstances. It's almost like, um, what do they say, like in, in the mob, it's like he's untouchable. Like, it's gotta, you got to get that signed off. Like, like Mahomes, oh, is, we're doing, we're Mahomes doing. is in the top five no matter what, and he's untouchable. You can't touch him. Oh, we're, we're doing that now? Well, doing... I'm just saying, but you, you have the right to do whatever you want. Just, like, it has to make sense. The guy's team is maybe a little bit down this year. Maybe because he's making 40 right, My top beans. five. You're, 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 all right. Go ahead. My top five. Brady. Yeah. Josh. Okay. Is this in order for you? This is in order. All right. Yeah. All right. All right. All right. All right. TB. Yep. Brady. Josh. Yeah. Mahomes. I put him in. Yeah. After you pulled him. Go ahead. Yep. yep. Lamar Jackson. Yeah. Roethlisberger. All right. Okay. I, I didn't put the Arizona kid in because we. I, I, no, I, know didn't, I, I, I just don't watch the Arizona no, games. I don't want and you I to. should. And the, and the Russell Wilson thing wasn't out, out of the realm of possibility. I mean, the guy's been great for 10 years, but you said it on the week where he just broke his finger. He's out. He just had surgery. I'm just saying, not that that he should even factor in, but you're talking about a guy whose his team is trending the other way. It's like. Now it's like, I don't know, if you said it three years ago, I probably would have been on board with you, but maybe he's still a top five guy. You didn't mention Rodgers just now in the top five, so I'm going to totally crush you right now. Because there's no way. You're going to go Brady, Rodgers, Mahomes. Go ahead. Break the next two. TB is in there for sure. Mm -hmm. Mahomes is in there for sure. I don't care if his team. Oh, you got him two or three, though? I'm going TB one. I'm going, I'm going, uh, I'm going Rodgers two, Mahomes three. I'm going to go Josh Allen, four, and Lamar, five. Big Ben's not sniffing. He's 38. He's on fumes, okay? You've got guys that, I'm just saying, you've got guys that, you, you, I just don't get it. Lamar Jackson's even, you know, with the way he throws the ball, I'm not even that sold on him. You're big on Josh Allen, and that's fine. That's fine. MVP this year. And I'm gonna and right now on the on the outside looking in, you got Justin Herbert who I, had a bad week last week, but I think he'll rebound and he'll be okay. And there's still a lot of other really good quarterbacks in the league right Absolutely, now. Absolutely, but the problem is we don't I don't we don't see. I have to watch. I'm going by maybe what I watch, and I probably should watch more of the NFL. But unfortunately, I work two jobs, so I have to kind of sleep. Yeah. So I know you know. It's, is that a dig? A little bit. Okay. Um, nails, throwing digs here, sports chumps, <laughs> building the brand. I don't know if he thinks I sleep a day away, but like just because I know my stuff doesn't have anything to no, do with the hours I that I sleep. It wasn't a dig toward you. No, 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 no. Okay. It wasn't right. a dig toward you. Okay. And I'm the, not digging. I would never. I will give you credit. I would for, never put my partner down. I, I, I do give you credit for one thing on the Josh Allen thing. I think the fact you're, you're making it sound like these certain teams you see a lot and certain teams you don't see a lot. And I think because Buffalo is actually pretty good now, there are a lot of times you didn't see a lot of their games. You didn't see a lot of their 
Sunday game's televised, but now it's Monday Night Football. It's Sunday Night Football. Yeah. Everywhere you turn right now, the Buffalo's on the tube because they got a good team. I don't think they're on TV be- just because of Josh Allen, and I no. agree with you. I think he is an MVP candidate, yes. and I like where, where their team's going. I think uh, Sean McDermott has done a great job as a head coach. I like I like this team a lot this year, but it goes deeper than Josh Allen. I, I like this Mahomes isn't going to be in the Super Bowl this year. He's not. No, um, right now, but you know what? They get hot, and they start ripping him off. We'll, we'll see. There's a lot of football left. There's a lot of football yeah, left. absolutely. You know, we and like you said, Kyla Murray's been the surprise of the season. His Arizona Cardinals are 6-0, and so you got to definitely like what they've been doing so far. Not to forget anybody. You know, just to mention some honorable mention, guys. But we're never going to have the same top five. I mean, you want to do the top ten, we'll go right now. All-time no. quarterbacks. I didn't think so. No, that that's a show. That's a can show. Okay. I know you guys, obviously it's Brady and Montana. It's number one and two. You can't say that's not true. Who are you going to go with besides Montana at number two? Well, I don't want to tip, we don't well, tip give my me, hands. Give me a top two right now. Brady. You can do that. No, that's he's one. Who's number two? Joe Montana. All right, thank you. I know people out there are going to argue and start texting you and saying, ah, he's nuts. They're going to say, it's coming. It'll come. You're giving me that the evil look. I'm smiling. No, that's all right. Sports chumps, dream nails, finishing up football, putting a bow on week six as we look forward to week seven. Obviously, I'll be at, I'll be at Gillette Stadium on Sunday, hoping for at least, I don't know, what am I Patriots hoping for? Patriots are winning Sunday. What am I the hoping Jets, for anyways? You're, win, you're hoping for a victory. They're not oh, going to okay. win Sunday. They're going to lose again? They're going to lose to the Jets. Oh, wow. Lose to the Jets. If you told me that they're going to lose right now and I believed you, I wouldn't even go. They're losing to the Jets. I wouldn't even go. It's over. So what the am I going? The season's over. So I'm going for Get what? the playbook. Hot put dogs it in your, and... Get the playbook. Oh, put wow. it in your back pocket. Say, Mac Jones, show me what you got so we can make a decision on the next two on the next two seasons and we'll know if Belichick is going to be here or not or if Josh McDaniels is going to move up to the head coach. Because the way he's calling plays right now, he's not even going to be on the sideline next year. Let's move on because we're going to go. Putting a bow on week six, dreaming nails here, moving on to MLB, baseball, Sox, Astros. Let's do it. Sox, Astros. I was all hyped up with the Sox. Right now, I don't even want to watch the game. 24 hours ago, you were excited. I was, I was screaming. I don't know how the police were at my house. I was yelling, screaming. It was, it was great. It was awesome. It was old school. And then all of a sudden, last night, it came to an end. Okay? Yeah. We can run through the games if you want. Stroh's first game. Stroh's five. Sox, four. Second game. Sox, nine. Stroh's, five. Third game. Sox, 12. Stroh's, three. Well, obviously you saw after game one, the, the Red Sox. I'm had, not done. Okay, well, this game. Fourth well, game. Yeah, the fourth game. Yeah. Stroh's, nine. Sox, two. Fifth game. I'm going to call it right now because it's probably the bottom of the ninth, right? We got, what's the score? We got the Strohs 9, Boston 1. So now we're going into Houston, okay? Going into Houston. Strohs are going to be up 3-2. There's no way, there's no way that they're going to win two games in a row in Houston. So I'm going to stick with my original decision. L.A., even though they're down 2-1, is going to win the World Series against Houston. Now, I'm not hating on the Sox because... I'm, I like the Red Sox. You're a diehard. You're a diehard. And last night you shut the game off. It upset me. <laughs> you upset me. You <laughs> shut the game off. You're a diehard. You know everything there is to know about the Red Sox. You're a diehard. And you shut the game off and you went and watched some episode of Seinfeld that you probably saw 700 times because you know it word for word. 
So when Brantley sliced the alley, it was over. I just couldn't take anymore. Point. No, I know you're a diehard. Yeah, no. So I I couldn't take anymore. I'm a little bit of a sawhead too. So if I I I play for the salty dogs, and we're losing, yeah, are you gonna get in your car and do an Isaiah Thomas? No, no. I'm. Well, you did that last night. No, if I'm in a uniform, I'm with my team. But you did that last night. Well, because I gave up. I had the option to change the channel. You gave up. Couldn't take anymore. Just admit it. I just you gave up. Admit it. You gave up. I gave up. Okay. I gave up. But obviously, I wanted to get back to when you talked about Game 1. The Red Sox lost 5-4, yeah. um, a very winnable game in yes, Game 1. it was. And the bullpen gave it up, and it just it wasn't meant to be. But they bounced back in Game 2. This is what they did against Tampa. They find a way to bounce back. And, of course, the, the, the hitting for Boston in Games 2 and 3 was just amazing with nine runs in the third inning. Both games were just – Red Sox were on cruise control. Kike and the boys were hot. I and called the new Mr. October. Who did I call? Who did I say Kike it was? Kike Hernandez. Yes. But now, and who do they rename? Rename? I renamed him. Mr. October. No, I renamed another guy. Oh, I don't know. Who was that? You told me I renamed him. Pudge. Oh, yeah. Vasquez cost the walk-off against Tampa in the... In the uh in the uh, league division series, and he, you know, calling him Pudge, <laughs> Pudge Vasquez. They, listen, all the guys have peaked now. They all, they all came back to earth last night, game four. You saw what the Red Sox did. They got three hits. Quick they- interruption. Tomorrow, uh, next game in Houston. Sox lost tonight, nine-one. Houston up, three-two. What are we, what's going to happen? Well, I'll be honest with you. Usually, I'm negative, Nelly, but I'm going to tell you something. This is all I have my to hold my hat on. Two years ago in the 2019 World Series when you saw a matchup between the Astros and the Washington Nationals, Mm -hmm. not one team won a game on the other team's field. Now, that's not what's happening here because you just saw saw the Red Sox win a game in Houston. You saw Houston come back and win a couple of... And the home teams have won a couple of games here. But... Obviously, the Red Sox don't have Max Scherzer or Steven Strasburg, but you saw a seven-game series a couple of years ago where where he, where um the Nationals went to Houston for games six and seven, down three-two, and they won two games on they won two games on Houston's field. So if you're asking me for a silver lining, what I'm trying to say is anything is possible. Nathan Avaldi, who came in guts and guile last night. In game four, didn't get it done. You, you see a situation where he's going to start game six, and it's all hands on deck now. Somebody just wrote on Facebook Live that college football is better, better anyways. I, I, I disagree with that. It's right there. College football, I don't know who wrote that. If you scroll down, you could see but I'm going to disagree I, I wish with my that. eyes were better. I can't see yeah, that Yeah, it says right college now. football is better. I don't know who wrote that. All right. So well, whatever. Uh, were they Alabama fans? You want to watch Nick Saban? All right, what are yeah. we doing over yeah. here? I, I like college football. No, but I I'm, do I'm, too. I'm I'm not, an, I don't hate it. No, but. I'm an NFL football guy, yeah. and I'm a college basketball but, guy. But, but so in no way of, is college football any is better than the NFL. No. Especially when you you you, you got a you got a computer system to decide the the playoff teams how they make the playoffs. Don't get me started on that, please. All right, who said that? I don't know. Scroll down. Go. T- I'm, just go I, walk I, over I there. don't want to get off our game. No, we'll just sc- walk. No, I want to see who said it. All right, nails is going to keep it no, going. Right. I'm, I'm going to go, keep it going. I'm going to check. You the- are listening to the Sports Chumps episode 19 on 88.1 FM W E L H Providence. Any questions, concerns, or comments, please email Mike or Dean at thesportschumps at gmail.com. You can check out all of our 19 episodes on thesportschumps.com. Just click the Spotify link, and all 19 episodes are up there. You can also check out all of our social media links. Just friend us, and we will accept you. And uh, right now, we're going to have Dean the Dream. Who, who made that comment? 
Who made I, it? He makes me laugh. Come on, who made no, it? No, it's, it's it's my my old broadcast partner, John Saranitas. No, I, I don't. He knows everything about football, so I can't. A, I can't a, argue. Yeah, with AKA him. Doctor Football. Yeah, but I don't want to watch Appalachian State versus Coastal Carolina. Buy a life, will you? All right. Wow. Get out of the war room and go pump iron somewhere. John, we're gonna ha- John, we're gonna have you. I I hear a lot of great things about you from Dean the Dream. We're gonna have you on the show at some point. Either we're gonna have you call in, or we might even have you down in the cave. We'll never know. Stop chalking CFA, all right? It's, it's nothing like NFL and college basketball. So get off it. Stop watching uh, film. Stop breaking down Belichick. They're two and four. Back, it's over. Back to the MLB. Okay. All right, we got two games left in Houston. We win in, We got to. Maybe we can win one, and then we got to hope for a miracle. Well, well, if you win one, you get to Game Seven, and then anything can happen in a Game Seven. So that's that's something to hold your hat on. Listen. This so is- listen. If we win another game in Houston, it's a new series. You're gonna yeah. go. You're gonna go back to the dugout, saying it's a brand new series. We need to win one more game. Well, after what you just saw, a couple of whoopings. The last, you know, obviously in the ninth from the ninth inning last night, where the, where the Strohs put up a seven spot and won the game nine two, and they come back and win nine one today. So you're looking at two blowouts at Fenway, where everybody thought they were six outs away from being up three one, and now it's three two the other way. You got to stop putting up some good at bats. Go back to Houston, relax, put up some good at bats, get the hitting shoes on again. It's baseball's a funny game. I know a lot of negative fans are going to be so down on this team now because oh they were hitting and now they're not hitting. They did this all year for 162 games, peaks and valleys. They hit and then they don't hit. It's tough to be consistent. You're only as good as that day's starting pitcher, and they've had a couple of good, you know, the Dusty and his guys have had a couple of good outings. And you got to give credit to the Astros. They're a good ball club. They've been. They've played in. ALCS the last five years, so this is not a big surprise. But the season is not over. If, if I wanted anybody on the bump on Friday night, it's Nathan Avaldi. He's going to take the ball and give the Sox at least a chance to win this game. All right, quick, t- quick tidbit, quick question for Dean the Dream. Aaron Boone coming back for the Yan- as the Yankees manager. Good decision, bad decision. Um, I don't know what the candidates would have been behind him, so I don't know if if, if it was his fault. I, I told you I thought he he managed the game perfectly against the Red Sox. It just wasn't in the cards. They found the way. I think what they did was, let's keep Boone. Let's get rid of all the coaches around them and recycle the coaches. They fired the third base coach, Phil Nevin, who sent the runner and who sent Aaron Judge well, in, the, in the one game playoff. That was a bad playoff. decision. Yeah, and Marcus Thames, the, pitch, uh, the hitting coach, was gassed too. So the Yankees are in, in transition a little bit, and they still think Boone is the guy. I think he does a decent job as a manager, but at some point you are measured on championships in New York, and he has to get it done soon, or he'll be he won't make that three-year contract. All right, give me your decision on the Sox Astros outcome. What's your opinion? Like I said, I I believe in Evaldi. I think he's the guy I want on the mound in Game Six. I do think right now the way the the momentum is swinging towards Houston, I believe that the, the Red Sox will come up short, and Houston will move on to the World Series. Atlanta's up two one. I'll tell you what, though, the game the other night, Cody Bellinger, he saved the Dodgers' season. The guy was in a slump for a long time, correct? Yeah, I mean, he, well, he, he's been hurt all year, and he's been trying to play through it. 165 during the regular season. You're, 165. Awful. You're talking about a guy who won an MVP in 2019. This kid is the real deal. He's a great hitter. Maybe he's healthy at the right time. Maybe he just likes the bright lights of October. I don't know. But he's raking again. He hits a high fastball on a ball over his head. The team was on life support. They're down 5-2 in the eighth, and he goes bridge off relief pitcher Luke Jackson. You're looking at a series that was going to be 3 Atlanta now all of a sudden it's 2-1 and here we go tonight with another game and the Dodgers have life Mookie bets with the game winning double in that game and and the Dodgers the Dodgers are feeling good about themselves with shirts are waiting in the wings you think if the Sox had Mookie bets how would they would the series be any better with Houston no 
Okay. No. I moved That's on. a quick answer. Yeah, I moved on from Mookie. I, first of all, I, I don't want anybody. If you don't want me, I don't want to be with you. And I'm not getting into relationships. But I'm just saying Mookie didn't want to be in Boston. So if you don't want to be here, and I know you're asking about the on-the-field thing. He's a great player. He played hard in Boston the whole time. I give him credit for that. He never dogged it. But I believe in my heart of hearts that that guy did not want to be a Red Sox long-term. So One, I, I one thing on. I didn't bring up with the Sox-Astros uh, game uh, last night, which was... Uh, what, last night was Tuesday night. Okay, home plate umpire, Laz Diaz. He missed 21 ball strike calls. Now, I'm not. I'm never going to blame the umps for the game because he, he was consistent on being inconsistent with both sides. Right. But the call that you're saying it wasn't a strike, I'm saying it was a strike, was the pitch with Ovaldi. That, to me, that was a strike. Now, you're saying it wasn't. No, so. no, I just said it wasn't like clear cut. Like it, it didn't cut the plate in half. I'm just saying it was. It was. It looked like it when it left his hand. It kind of had a weird release. He tried a backup slider. He threw like a little backup pitch, and it looked like it did. Like you said, from the sky cam, as you said, from up above, it looked a lot better. My point is, it could have gone either way. It wasn't clear cut a strike, but it looked like it, it did tap the the corner of the strike zone. But let's face it, you you just you just said a mouthful. Diaz stunk all night for both teams, but of course, everyone's going to remember the the pitch to Castro who, of course, on the next two pitches later on the splitter, gets a base hit to right field, and the Astros have just gone off ever since then. I'm going to rewind a little bit with another little tidbit. I'm going to go back to the NFL, okay? Uh, Gruden got fired for making racial comments in an email from 2011. They pulled up some other emails, and he, got, he there was also some, some other comments that were probably not called for. But as we talk about this, Deshaun Watson, okay, he's making... $30 million a year with 21 sexual assault cases. So you tell me where right, wrong, and indifferent is is going on with the NFL. It's it's a disaster. It is, and I'll tell you what's even more sad. Today there's a report that, because ever since Deshaun Watson's been on the, uh, the trade block, nobody wants to, it seems like the Texans want a King's ransom for him. And teams are saying, you know, well, we're not going to give you a lot. This guy's got some check and pass, but it sounds like today the Dolphins, they've been the team that's been linked to him all the way. And I guess today there was some discussions about still wanting to trade for him. So it looks like they're not sold on Tua, and they look, they're still looking to bring Watson in despite all his problems. You take him in, you're going to take the baggage with him. I think he's a bad guy. He's done a lot of st- stupid things, and he's content to just sit on the sidelines. He said he'd never play for the Texans again, and I guess he's sticking to that. 45 minutes in, you are listening to the Sports Trumps, episode 19 on 88.1 FM, WELH Providence. My name is Mikey Nails. My partner is Dean the Dream. You can check us out on thesportschumps.com. All of our episodes are up on Spotify. Click the Spotify link, and every episode is up. You can listen to it for free. You can email Micah Dean for any questions, concerns, or comments at thesportschumps at gmail.com. You want to stump the dream? Message me. Email me a question. I will ask ask the dream on the next episode. Just email Mike at thesportschumps at gmail.com. Moving on, NBA. Quick tidbit, and then we can go into the season. I know you have a couple of things you want to talk about, but there was just a comparison. Somebody compared Kyrie Irving to Ali. And Charles Barkley made a very bold statement, and I believe that Barkley is actually kind of right. The statement was, don't ever, quotations, don't ever compare anybody to Ali. Ali went three years without boxing when he was the highest paid athlete in the world. Kyrie Irving is going to make $17 million 
for sitting at home. What what is the first of all? What, um, why and I, I know you did more homework on this than I did. What is the seventeen? Because I know he makes a lot more than that. Is it like is he is it only half the games or is he is he going to come back? Because he makes like almost forty for a season. So I don't know where the seventeen comes from. Either way, th- that's not the moral of the story. The moral of the story is don't you ever mention Kyrie Irving and Muhammad Ali in the same sentence. Please don't do that no. because all you do is dribble a basketball and and you drop sage. I don't want to hear about it. Just stay home. I'm done with that. I don't even want to hear about Kyrie. We chump of the week them last week. We're about to do our chump of the week this week. I don't want to talk about Kyrie anymore. I do appreciate you bringing it up. Because he doesn't belong even in the conversation or in a sentence with Muhammad Ali. Stop it. Who, by the way, ESPN, when they did that whole thing for the 20th century, was the number one athlete of the century, if you remember that. Of course, of course it was him, Jordan, those were top three. Come on. Give me a break. Uh, I, listen, I totally... You, you, you got me there. But I... It's just it's apples and oranges to mention one guy in the same sentence as another. There is I don't even really think there was anybody comparable to Ali. I I just don't maybe even if you didn't like him, some people didn't like him. You don't he, have to like he him. He didn't want to go to the war. He didn't want to go to war and all that. You know, it's, yeah, it's Viet no, Cong and yeah, all that stuff. But but you know what? The guy was he transcended. He's a he's a he, he, you know what he he stood up for what he believed in. But he didn't. He, the only the difference between Ali, LeBron, Kyrie, and all uh, um. He took the knee. Uh, San Francisco. Kaepernick. Kaepernick is. Ali stood for what he believed in, and he didn't go out and hurt people. He was only hurting himself. You're right. You're right. That's the difference. Right. Kyrie is, is, people want to go see him play. Ali, he, when he wasn't boxing, he went to to um, religious establishments. He went to convention centers. Well, he went to yeah. civic centers. He went to Madison Square Garden, and he spoke to an audience. Right. I don't see. I don't see Kaepernick. Uh, maybe he has. I haven't heard about it. But yeah. He's not going to uh, Madison Square Garden and speaking on it. Well, you make a good point about hurting other people. Don't forget, Kyrie plays a team sport. Where you're talking about the Nets, and I think you mentioned to me last night they're picked to win the whole thing or yeah, whatever it is. You're talking about. Ali, who played an individual sport. So if yeah. he's not playing, he's hurting himself. If he lost three years of his prime to whatever it was, to not wanting to go to the war, whatever it was, he hurt himself. That's it. But he didn't hurt other people. He's not a bad person. No, not at all. I think Kyrie's ought to swill. Okay, and I don't care ELH or not. He's total garbage. I have no, no use for the guy. Not saying anything wrong. Not saying anything wrong. I just think that it's a different generation. And poison. Okay. Well, he's poison. I agree with that. He's poison. I agree with that. And, and be, it's just a matter of time before. And you know what? They all made their bed. They all sh- can sleep in it. Durant. I don't want to hear any of them complain either because they they built this little but, this but little lame super this. team we, thing. We talked about this last week. All right. Kyrie Irving is also hurting his teammates because he vouched for his teammates to come to Brooklyn. That's what I'm saying. That's, and, that's and, what I mean. And, and you're just you're. So that would be like me saying to you, come to the Wheeler School because you have the credentials and you could teach these students how to be on air and how to talk and, and your knowledge of sports is incredible. And then you go, well, I'm not going to get the vaccine because I don't believe in the vaccine. So who are you hurting? You're hurting the kids. Yes. But you're also hurting yourself. And he doesn't. And he makes enough money, though, where he's like, I don't care. So he, what, at this point, you're being ignorant. I'm not going to go into the vaccine, non-vaccine. We're not going to get into that. Like I said before, I take care of me. I take care of my family. What you do is on you. I don't care what you do. It's none of my business. Right. I don't worry about the next person. You guys, you got to do what you have to do to protect your family. But when people pay big, big, big money to come see you dribble the ball and put a round ball through a cylinder, you better make the right decision. Because in my eyes, and it has nothing to do with race, so don't start with the race stuff. 
Okay, in my eyes, if I have a child and the child wants to see Kyrie Irving play and I'm paying three, $400 for a seat each, okay, I'm coming up with $700 to go see you play and you decide that you don't want to take the vaccine and you're not going to play and you're just, you're just hurting yourself, you're hurting teammates, and you're actually hurting the people that pay your salary. Let's move on because we're going to get to an argument and, and we're going to get thrown off. Yeah, the real, no, real quick, Niels. Celtics start their season tonight. They're in New York at Madison Square Garden playing the New York Knickerbockers. They're up 58-54 in the, uh, at halftime. Al Horford's out tonight. He's still in, uh, I think he's still in COVID protocol. So the Celtics looking to get, out, get their first win of the season on the new coach, Emi Adoka. Uh, Yudoka, and of course the Boston Bruins are in Philadelphia tonight. They're losing 3-2 in the third period with about 10 minutes to go. So both teams are sort of getting their seasons going on. And of course Jeremy Swayman, the rookie goalie, who's in his second year but his first full season. A lot of people are excited about him for the Bruins this season. Moving on, we got the Chump of the Week. Chump of the Week. Chump of the Week, I'm going to say his name, I'll let you do the explaining, is Evander Kane. Don't confuse me with Evander Holyfield, okay? No. The but, uh, real deal, Evander Holyfield. This guy is actually a really good hockey player. He's uh he's 30-year-old left winger for the San Jose Sharks, and um, he's just a total chump because I'm hearing about other things that he's done wrong. But the reason why he's chump of the week for this week is because he's he's just been suspended for 21 games by the NHL for, um, for trying to submit a fake vaccination card. So here's a guy, and I guess they're saying that um, in the NHL, uh, you're not you're not told you have to be vaccinated, but they said if you are vaccinated, your protocols are different. So if you're vaccinated, you don't have well you don't have to go through as much as much you don't have to go through as many hula hoops to get to get okay. through a day. Meaning, like say you're vaccinated, maybe you don't have to get tested every day. You get yeah. tested every four days, whatever it is. This guy just doesn't care. He doesn't care about anybody around him. He doesn't care about COVID. So I guess he's been pinched. It looks like the NHL is doing an investigation. It's not totally complete yet, but as of right now, he's suspended for 21 games for for submitting a fake vaccination card when he in, indeed is not vaccinated. At this at that point when you say in your mind that I am going to su- submit a fake vaccination card, okay? And you actually hand it to the person that is in charge of knowing what is going on and you give it to the gentleman or the female and you say after you hand it to them, do you say to yourself, "Did I just make a boo-boo? Uh, what am I doing?" Let me finish, okay? At that point, I'm going to... This is going to sound extremely weird and strange, even though I'm on WELH, 88.1 FM, WELH Providence. At that point, you should just say, you know what? And I don't condone this. I don't want to see anybody do it. At that point, you should say, maybe I should just take a PDE and make myself better at the sport. You just take the chance and do it. Yeah. Because now you just look foolish. You're just, you're just signing over a card that's saying you got vac. Just Stop. Yeah, and, and obviously it doesn't surprise me after doing a little bit more homework, and I dove into this a little, not completely, but it's uh, there's also there's also a, a, a domestic a domestic abuse allegation by his estranged wife. So there's some definitely well, so this guy's not wound too tight. So there's definitely some issues here with Evander Kane, left winger of the San Jose Sharks, submitting a fake vaccination card so he can continue to play, but obviously does not care about the people around him. So he's out of garbage in my eyes. I want to correct my. Myself, I said uh, PDE. It's a PED, performance enhancing drug, go. which you should never, ever, ever, ever do. No, you would don't, never. Don't do no, not you do would it. Never, you know, Look at you and I. I don't think we took anything. And I'll, I, I take food. <laughs> wow. <laughs> what do you take? Um, anything legal? Huh. Anything legal? I don't need illegal things to put the ball in the basket. You know that. No, I was I was curry before curry. 
You were curry before curry. Not to jump all around as we complete chump of the week and we get into our final segment. Steph Curry triple-double last night in the in Staples Center against the Los Angeles Lakers. Uh, curry and the Warriors win going away. Russell Westbrook 4 for 13 with 8 points in his debut for the Lakers. That team looks old. It's one game. Not making a big deal about nah, it. But I said I, that I to you. At, yeah, no, I know. There's a lot of games to be played, but they, they got the oldest no, roster I, in the I league. I said to you that they're old. They, yeah. they got all these people. It's like... I don't know. The pieces don't. I, but I told you in the offseason. You need he, a lot of balls to make that team I told work. you when they made that trade. If, if Westbrook doesn't have the ball in his hand, he's not the guy you want to pass it to on the wing because he's not a great shooter anymore. He really never was. They had him and Rondo in the game at the same time. Neither one's a great shooter. There's two guys that I'm sagging off. The problem is the problem is if you tell Westbrook this is your role, he's going to be like, that's not my role. I'm going to do what I want. Well, also he's 34, 35. He's getting up there now. He's got to be saying, I don't have hardware. This is my chance. I can ride LeBron's coattails for a ring. You're doing they, Carmelo? They, well, they signed Carmelo Anthony too. He came off the bench last night. There's a lot, a lot, a lot of tread on those tires on that Why don't team. we just go get George the Iceman Gervin, have him come back. It's, I, one thing I can do is finger roll. All right, late innings here on the Sports Chumps. Nails talking about bringing San Antonio Spurs Superstar from the 70s and 80s. Finger roll. George Iceman Gervin back because he can finger roll. <laughs> I love the old school oh, reference. I best. love it. I love it. All right, we're moving on. Final segment. Yes, we are. And this final segment is called This Week, This Day in Sports History. It's always a surprise to me because sometimes he throws the boxing things at me. But this week, I believe it's baseball. Yes, it is. Okay. And obviously, I didn't mention it. And obviously, we got four minutes. Yeah, the Red Sox went down tonight, so obviously, it's it, you know I need something to pick us back up. This is my number one favorite of all time since we've been on 19 episodes in here with the Sports Jumps. On this date, October 20th, 2004. There's been a lot of improbable things in sports, but this was this was the culmination of the impossible. This is the final night where the Red Sox came back from 0-3 versus the New York Yankees in 2004 and, and won at Yankee Stadium. They won the pennant that night and, of course, went on to break a 86-year curse. The Boston Red Sox beat the Yankees at Yankee Stadium in Game 7. Johnny Damon hit two bombs in that game, drove in seven, a grand slam and a three-run homer. And, of course, you had the night before with Schilling with the bloody sock. It did not get any better than this. This was the World Series, even though the Red Sox had to move on and beat the St. Louis Cardinals in four games to totally cap it off and give my father the thrill of his life and, and a lot of people's lives. Yes. So it's, a, it. it's unfortunate because, you know, I'm happy your father saw it. My, my, my grandfather wanted to see the Red Sox win the World Series, and unfortunately, before they won, he passed away. So that was a, a, a bittersweet day for me. And uh, I miss my grandfather, and that's yeah. the way it is. But you know what, Michael? You know how I am now because my dad's not here. Every time something good does happen, of course, he would not be happy about these last two games. No. But when they're winning, I think he's up there, and he sees, you know, he's looking down, and he, he's he's happy when they win. And, and I, you know, went to see him today at the cemetery and awesome. say, you know, you just, you know, last night was a bad night. We try to come back today. Now we try to come back Friday until we can't play any more well, games, you know, but he's, he, he, we, we still love our socks and I have to keep it going for him now because he's absolutely. not here anymore. So absolutely. No, he's here. He, he's here. Exactly. He's here. I believe that. That's a wrap. Sports Trumps episode 19. Check us out on the sports All of our social media sites are up there. Just click the link and we will accept you as a friend. Check us out on Spotify. That link is up there. You can check out all 19 episodes. 
You can email Micah Dean at thesportschumps at gmail.com. You can stump the dream. Email Mike with any questions, any sports questions at Mike at thesportschumps at gmail.com. My name is Mikey Nails. I'm Dean the Dream, and you've been listening to The Sports Chumps on 88.1 FM, WELH Providence. Enjoy the rest of your week. I'm mad.